Kamala Harris comes to town. DC fat cats know what's going down. I need to be correct as best I can. I do want you to be on. I'm not able to uh, be rushed this fast. It makes me nervous. She's the baddest, hard-working, law-pushing politician this side of the hill. I think the American public has seen quite well that you are biased in this situation. It's we can move on. She's cutting down, Jive talk with street smarts. Can you please answer the question? See, total badass. But you know what I mean when I say bad, right? Good bad, not white people scared bad. See, like this, she dances like a naughty. Kamala Harris, badass, but totally safe. And she does the let you slide. The only dance it goes with, black family barbecues and bar mitzvahs. Paid for by the badass mofo shut your mouth for America campaign. Right on. I'm Laura Canty Samuel, and I'm your host. Welcome to The Goss. When it comes to news and culture, oh yeah, we have an opinion. Auntie Gladys versus Auntie Patty. Who was the winner? Plastic seat covers and Hall's cough drops. Each week, The Goss team will touch on an important news-related topic and give you just enough information to make sure that once this pandemic is done, you'll walk away break room smart. If you've got about 15 minutes, We've got the gas. So, bet. It's still 2020. And 2020 is like the night before a colonoscopy. There's a lot of white nastiness that we are being expected to digest. But it's really hard to swallow. And in the end, it's just a shit show. And 32 days, we'll be having our 46th presidential election. But I've seen this movie. I did not like it. And just like this election, there was no satisfying ending. Look, we have two major candidates for president, the incumbent, Donald Trump, and his challenger, Kamala Harris. Look, I know Biden is at the top of the ticket, but Biden and Harris are like a hamburger and fries. A hamburger is a toothsome and familiar, comforting choice. But low key though, we really in this for the fucking fries. Now here's all the guys you need to know on Kamala Harris. Number one, is she black? Her name is Kamala. Put Kamala on your resume and show up looking like that. Black. Number two, it's Kamala. Not Kamala, not Kamala, not Kuma Kumalala. It's Kama, like the punctuation mark, and La, like the note that follows so. If we're supposed to say, excuse me, sir, to Gary working over at the superfood town when we're trying to get him to pass us a can of pigeon peas, we can at least get the name of the person running for one of the highest offices of the land, right? Put some respect on her name. But still, shout out to all of the frontline workers. You are appreciated. I see you, Gary. Number three, Kamala Harris is five foot two. But there's no word on if she wants to dance with you and like sophisticated fun. <laughs> but also at five foot two, she is the literal definition of being down to earth. Number four, when people ask her if that's her real hair, and she says, yeah, I got some Indian in me. She is not lying. Number five, Kamala rocks Chuck Taylors. And my girl knows to take out the laces when you clean these shits so the grommets don't mar the laces. That's attention to detail. To recap, she's black. She is down to earth. She is totally BIPOC. And with her black ass name and little legs, she has kicked open every goddamn door in her way. And she was wearing a fresh pair of Chuck Taylors when she did it. Now that's my super hot guys. For more, I'm throwing it over to our chief correspondent, Pavar Snipe. Thanks, Laura. You look, you look great. 
I, I forgot what um what happiness looks like in your time. Hey, Laura, what are you talking about? Where are you? No, I, I'm in the future, Laura. It's the year 2070, 50 years after the 2020 election. I didn't know we had a budget for time travel. But the big question is, how did the election turn out? Did Joe Biden and Kamala Harris win? No, no, they didn't, Laura. And I gotta be honest, things are not, they're not great. Citizen Pavar, it is time to module. Yes, 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 Cyber Commander. I just need to finish conferencing with Emperor Kushner. Emperor Kushner? What in the hell? Yeah, I said Emperor Kushner. And that was a cyborg that comes around and shoots microscopic beams into our retinas every 17 seconds? No biggie. Oh yeah, Trump won. Then he ratified the Constitution, lived till he was 103, served a bunch of terms, appointed Jared Kushner his vice president, and now we're living in a post-apocalyptic hell? <laughs> Pavar Snipe. Can we afford to bring her back? And now over to Jetty Jet Kublik. Vice Presidential Hopeful Kamala Harris. She's qualified, driven, and she's got that I'm not in a cult vibe we all love. But is she ready to be America's auntie this November? Hi along with the top investigators here at the Goss, got all up in the Kool-Aid to see if Kamala is Auntie Flavor. Mm, it's good, Red. And using only the most sophisticated testing apparatus, I'll be learning, is she or is she eight Auntie enough? My first discovery, she's running with Joe Biden, not Joe Budden. So the only pump pumping it up will be the economy or Biden's life alert battery. And yes, she may have spent a few years being too tough on criminal justice reform, but what auntie isn't ready to help you tighten up and act right if you come home after the street lights come on? And for all the folks questioning Auntie Kamala's high marijuana prosecution rates, you just have to take the blunt outside or put a towel under the door this Thanksgiving. So this November 3rd, there's only one auntie on the ticket that's ready to two-step right on into the White House. I'm Jack Copeland for The Goss. And now, we'll have words from our white woman, Maya Kagan. Hello, 
I'm Maya Kagan, the Doss's white person. Though I'm not waspy white, I don't use summer as a verb. I'm 99.7% East Coast liberal and 0.3% Karen by volume, which is the intrinsic minimum amount of Karen in anyone with the privilege of skin so white you could get sunburned by a ring light. In addition to being a white woman, I'm also Jewish, meaning I ch when I say Hanukkah, but will also gladly polish off a tin of Christmas cookies. And today, as a Jewish woman, I'm here quelling for Kamala. Kamala Harris's husband is Douglas Emhoff, this total dilf. He's the nice Jewish lawyer from Brooklyn all our moms wanted us to marry. In my book, this makes Kamala an honorary chosen person, a boyfriend. Her stepkids have a nickname for her that captures it perfectly. Kamala is Mamala. And Mamala, which is an endearing Yiddish nickname meaning Little Mama, wears the title well. She told Harper's Bazaar that she loves feeding people. Feeding people is imprinted in the DNA of every Jewish woman. My 23andMe results look like a deli menu. I'm third generation matzo ball. Mamala also knows how to throw down in the kitchen. Her favorite meal to prepare is simple roast chicken, to which I say, Chala! No, really, pair that with a Chala and you've got Friday night Shabbos dinner. As a woman, I also admire Mamala's family of bold matriarchs. Her maternal grandmother, for example, used to drive around Indian villages with a bullhorn telling women how to get birth control, which is the actual definition of chutzpah. Vice President Mamala is exactly what this country needs right now. There is racial injustice and excessive deaths from COVID, and the Venn diagram of those two things is just a single circle, much like expired gefilte fish and diarrhea. With Mamala as Veep, we'll have competent leadership to support the policy changes we need. It will be chicken soup for a nation's soul. Let's go, Veepala. And now over to Dominique Nisperos. Thanks, Laura. With Nancy Pelosi as Speaker of the House and the ascension of Senator Kamala Harris to the Democratic vice presidential nomination, women are having a moment. In addition, these dynamos are also flexing the power of the golden state, my state, and home to over 40 million Americans. It looks like California may soon be home to the two most powerful women in America, which makes sense because California girls we're undeniable, fine, fresh, fierce, we got it all. Dominique, Whisk. are you just singing Katy Perry? Oh, no, 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 ooh, oh, 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 ooh, oh, oh. Dominique, I know you are from California, but please stay on the script. Oh, no, of course. Look, the speaker and VP are consolidating power. On its own, California is the eighth largest economy in the world. And with the recent legalization of marijuana, it's a sunshine state where the bomb is hippie. A state where you'll never find a dance floor. Dominique, we are supposed oh. to be covering Kamala right now. As a native of the Bay Area, Kamala Harris's nomination also has a historic significance for the city of Oakland, which is about to go stupid, go dumb, dumb, go stupid, go dumb, dumb. Tell me when to go. Tell me when to go. Tell me when to go. Dominique. No, look, okay, no, look. Recent numbers show that she has over 58% of Americans considering going, going back, back to Kelly, Kelly. I'm sorry, Laura, I just, um, I think I'm just really missing home right now. Remix, California.
Dominique Nisperos, everybody. Dominique Nisperos. Hello, I'm the mandatory British person that every TV show must have, and I wanted to congratulate my American friends on Kamala Harris, soon to be the first black female president. I know, technically vice president, but you don't elect an elderly man to the White House in the middle of a pandemic that preys on the elderly unless you're making some Machiavellian three-dimensional chess moves. I see you. The first day in the office, you'll take Joe down to the river. That's right, Joe. Look off into the distance and think about touching people inappropriately and rabbits. <laughs> supposed to be of mice and men. Was that dark? Yes. But that's what I mean when I say I do black comedy. Stop hiring me to reboot Martin with a cast of NBA players. You know, I would take that job. I'm from the UK where we've had not one, but two female prime ministers, which I believe is what you call a flex. Were they both terrible? Yes, but that's 100% to do with them being Tories. The Tories like a Republican, but they're really rich and really racist and turned on by lower taxation. You wouldn't get it. Don't get me wrong, the UK makes a lot of mistakes and Kamala reminds me of one of the UK's greatest race relations failures, Meghan Markle. We treat her so badly, we almost bought her a Mercedes and a one-way ticket to Paris. It was so bad, she stepped down from working as a princess, a role where famously, you don't work. And like anyone spurned by a major network, we drove her straight into the arms of Netflix. Megan, I'm sorry. Megan, I, Megan, I apologize. The UK didn't treat you right. The segment's supposed to be about Kamala Harris, but I can't forget about that night in Paris. Princess Di had an Arab boyfriend that was murdered because the UK couldn't take it. I guess we have to face it. My whole country is racist? So Megan, I'm sorry. Megan, I'm sorry. Megan, I'm sorry. Also, Laura, I'm sorry. Sorry, Laura. And that was our gas on Kamala Harris. So like, subscribe, follow. See you next week. My name is Laura Canty Samuel, and this is The Goss.